Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster. Today's guest is Wave Wild, a TikTok and social video marketing strategist and educator. She has helped thousands of creators and business owners grow their TikTok accounts with a content first and community approach. With a background in personal branding, Wave launched a brand on TikTok as the queen of trend alerts, which then started the movement of trend alert style videos that has become a mainstay with the social media industry. Wave is a member of TikTok's invite-only creator community program, as well as YouTube Shorts creator community, and regularly appears in national media, top-rated podcasts, and social media summits. I first had Wave as a guest educator inside the lounge to teach our members how to create and execute a TikTok strategy. And today, we're going to be diving into how to capitalize on trends to grow your audience, how to adapt those trends to your products and business, and how to mix trends in with your original content. All right, let's get into the episode. Hey, Wave, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Super excited to talk TikTok. Yay, I'm super excited to have you here as well. And it's funny, when we did the lounge training, I'm not sure how this kind of got lost in translation, but we never had a conversation about you coming on the podcast. So I'm so glad. We were able to get this done. Well, I'm here now. Yes. Amazing. So I did already introduce you, but I would love to hear from your perspective why the audience should listen to anything you have to say today. Ooh, good way to start out. Well, I mean, I have helped over, oh my gosh, I've lost count, thousands of business owners grow their TikTok accounts. So definitely, that's why you should listen to me. I've had super, super successful stories from clients. So I'll just say one thing. I mean, also, I built my own personal brand on TikTok known as the queen of trend alerts and leveraged that to grow my business and get exposure all over TV, to speak on stages at social media conferences. So there's just a few things. (laughs) Love it. So if you guys don't already know Wave, I reached out to her It was a while ago at this point, but one of the things that I really loved about Wave compared to all of the people that teach on TikTok and short form video and all the things is that she actually understood how content for product-based businesses was different from service people or those who are also just sharing trends on growing social media, which always seems to be the biggest accounts on social I always tell people the hack to growing your social is teaching other people how to grow their social. But I 
love the way that she kind of understands that difference. So if you guys have been trying to learn this or get better at this and you haven't really found the right person, here she is. I'm bringing her to you. First, let's just kind of set the stage for why short form video matters and why we should be paying attention to this. Absolutely. Well, I mean, short form video dominates Well, I can't say all social media. This is so funny because we are recording this like two days after Threads was launched and it's like (laughs) insane right now in the media and how fast that app is growing. And we know that it's text-based, but we'll see where it goes. I'm already seeing a lot of people repost TikToks and Reels. And I do see other people saying like, don't post those. We don't want it to turn into like TikTok or Reels. We want to keep spaced, which is also very interesting. But uh, back to the short form video, it is popular, right? It is just popular all over social media. All the apps have incorporated. I mean, if Threads didn't really want it, then maybe don't give us the option to post it. Yeah. It is popular. It's just an easy way to consume content. And it's a great way as a business owner to get your message out to people and to communicate who you are, what you sell, what you value, to build connection, showcase your personality, connect, build all those relationships. So both those things, it's a win-win. Absolutely. And at this point, maybe reels don't get the same reach that they used to. And maybe TikTok isn't quite as easy to grow on as it was back in the day. But that doesn't mean that short form video is gone by any means, because at the end of the day, the consumer of that content still enjoys it and still watches it and still likes it and wants to be entertained. And I think it's just a really fun way to bring your personality into your business and sell without having to be so salesy all the time, which is one of the things that we all hate about posting on social or sending emails or creating any piece of content. It's like, how do we show up without feeling icky and salesy all the time? And short form video is a really great way to do that. It is. Although I do want to talk a little bit about how you can use trends to sell on TikTok today, because I think that's really powerful. And it's a way to do it without, again, feeling really salesy. So let's talk about that. I feel like in the beginning of short form video, and I'm going to try to just continue to refer to it as that since every platform basically has it now. In the beginning, it was like trends, 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 everything's trends, trending music, trending sounds, all of that stuff. And then I think what some people were seeing is it was bringing them a really big following, but it wasn't necessarily the person who wanted the thing that they sell. So they weren't necessarily able to convert those people. And then it was all about original content, create original content. So like, what's the right way now? Trends are really great to build awareness. Well, here's the thing. A lot of people go viral maybe for a trend and it attracts the wrong people. But if you're a product-based seller and you can go viral for something based on your product, then that's really good because you'll see like a huge spike in sales. And a lot of my students have seen that. So I feel like we're getting off track, but in general, yes, like you don't want to do all trends in your content. You want to mix it up. Original content is really, really important. I actually think that you should do a higher ratio of original content to trends 
But I also think that a lot of people don't understand or haven't really realized that there are strategic ways that you can use trends. It doesn't always have to be like acting silly or making like a relatable joke. You can do it more strategically. And that's stuff that I have done with my clients. And that's stuff I teach in the Inside Scoop. Got it. Okay. So yeah, let's dive into that a little bit more of what that actually looks like. And I think What's kind of important to remember here too is sometimes, even if you are reaching the wrong people in the short term, you're still getting visibility. And so it's not necessarily a bad thing if a piece of organic content gets in front of the wrong person. If you are paying for exposure to the wrong people, that's a whole different thing. But from an organic perspective, it's still someone who saw your brand. You don't know who they know who might like the thing that you sell. You just don't know how it's all going to shake out at the end. So I wouldn't always get overly concerned about that. And I think ultimately, all of us hate on the algorithm and I hate on it too. But at the end of the day, they are trying to get us to the right people because they want us to be successful because then we'll stay on the platform longer. So I think sometimes we just need to have a little bit more fun with it and (laughs) not stress about it so much. All right. So let's dive into the trend piece and how can businesses incorporate trends into their original content? Is there like a way to do them both or do you recommend trendy things and then original stuff separate. Okay. Well, first of all, I like to define trends because, well, especially on TikTok, like there are a wide range of trends and on reels, we know like trending audios are like so, so popular. And then I see a lot more of those than what I call trends. So basically what I define as a trend is there is a sound and that sound usually has a punchline. And in the video, you are have to perform some sort of action. It could be like a physical action. It could be using an effect. It could be making some type of joke. But you do something in the video that's also related to a sound. Whereas a trending audio is like just something you put on your video and gives a vibe or you turn the volume down. It's just a trending audio. There's not a thing that you have to do in the video that makes it a part of the trend. So a lot of people come to me and they say like, I don't get the trends. And I often say there's so many different types of trends and break it down into like seven or 10, like there's transition trends, popular transitions. There's duet trends and stitch trends. There's the POV trends, which I'm really big on. There's like character POV trends. We can go deep into trends, but really the most important thing to know for business owners is that it's those POV, what I call the POV trends that you want to leverage. These are the most popular on TikTok. I do see them show up on Reels as well because they can be adapted to any niche and because they're really fast ways to make content. Got it. Okay. So can you dive a little bit deeper into what a POV trend is so my listeners can get a visual? And guys, I will find some examples of whatever we talk about and put it in the show notes so you guys can go check it out too. So a POV trend, it's typically a sound that is five to eight seconds long. These are super short videos and you're either like usually lip syncing or dialogue like something that someone's saying or a song, lyrics of a song. And again, there is a punchline. When you hear the sound, it's pretty intuitive as to what that punchline is. 
And then you put text on screen, typically with a relatable joke, something that relates to your niche or your target audience, and you make a joke. So it's kind of funny or silly. And sometimes I think, oh my gosh, this is such a weird way that we market nowadays. Like, <laughs> but it's true, the POV trends, they are adaptable and again, very easy to make, which is why they are so popular because most of them, you just listen to the sound and okay, what's the punchline? And then you think of something to put in text and you just take video of you lip syncing or showing your product or whatever. So that is a POV trend. I'm trying to think of some like recent examples or ones that a lot of people have heard. So one of them would be Adele singing Nevermind on repeat. Did you hear that one on Reels? No, but I also haven't been on watching Reels for a while. (laughs) (laughs) There was another one. A lot of these POV trends have a similar theme. So there was another one where Taylor Swift, someone had taken her nothing on my brain, repeating that like three times, nothing on my brain, got nothing on my brain. So then you would like in text, you just lip sync that and in text make a joke about like, what's distracting you or something like that to make a joke. So that's the idea with the POV trends. Got it. So are you finding that the POV trends specifically, because I've heard you talk about this before, this is kind of like one of your favorites. Is this what is working well right now for brands? It still works very well. It's still very popular on TikTok. Again, on Reels, I would say I see more of the trending audios. I do still see some of the POV trends. They tend to be the ones that come over from TikTok because not everything translates from TikTok to Reels. They are still very popular for sure. And they still work. Again, they're short videos. And a lot of people will say, oh, well, TikTok's pushing longer videos. Well, sure, if you're making original content, but these still go viral. Like people watch them over and over again. And if they get lots of engagement, they have a good opportunity to go viral. So yeah, they still work. Awesome. Are there any other specific trends that you really love and think anyone doing short form video should be using? There are some creative strategic ways to use transition sounds to do before and after. So if you think about, I saw this pattern scrolling TikTok. There's a lot of these sounds where the music sounds one way for the first three to five seconds, and then it completely shifts and goes another way. Like the melody changes, or I don't know what the proper language is, but the music just sounds different. And those are typically used in a transition, not always, but those are really effective for storytelling and for like a before and after. So I've done this with a lot of clients. I'm trying to think of one specifically that's product-based. Would that be something like for someone who makes something, maybe they're showing kind of all the materials at the beginning and then at the end they show like the finished product? Yes, because everybody loves to see the end, especially will go viral if it's like an unexpected result or very dramatic result. That's why those transition trends work so well. But You can also be doing it more in storytelling format of like in text on screen saying something like my parents telling me it was a bad idea to launch my whatever to now being a six figure business owner, blah, 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 blah type of thing. People love to see that 
type of stuff as well. Or the expectations versus reality. Also sometimes call these contrast posts. Wherever there's a contrast, it works really well for those types of sounds without having to do a transition. So definitely for me to enjoy the like, oh, when so-and-so told me not to do X, but then it obviously worked out in their favor. And I think we've all experienced that in our life. Like I always tell this story of when I started e-commerce badassery, it was a side hustle. And then when I was ready to quit, like I didn't tell my mom and mind you, I'm a grown ass woman in my forties, but I still didn't tell my mom until I had already put in my notice at my job because I knew she was going to feel a certain way about it. So I do think that's a story that a lot of people can relate to, which is probably fun to watch for sure. That relatable content, it helps your customers feel connected to you. Of course, you need to get them to like you if they're going to buy from you. Absolutely. And I think we all, in any type of content that we're creating, whether it's short form video or a static post we're going to put on Instagram, or now a three sentence text post that we're going to put on threads, like we're always overthinking what that content needs to be when really people just want to like connect with you, know that you're a human, know that you exist. Sometimes we just have to post to stay top of mind, which is something I talk about all the time. So I think that at the end of the day, people, especially now, just want to buy from people. Just be yourself, show people what you have, don't overthink it, have a little bit more fun with it, and your audience will have fun with it too. I mean, TikTok's definitely a place where you can't take yourself too seriously. It's very more playful, kind of silly over there at times. So absolutely. Are you finding that from a trend perspective, are things seeming to stick around longer? Like the general idea is sticking around and then it's just new sounds and things that are coming in or... Do you feel like it's moving quickly? I feel like it was moving really quickly for a while where it was like, oh my gosh, there's so many new trends like every single day. The thing is on TikTok, I would say the effects and the CapCut templates really took over and that shifted a little bit. So then these CapCut templates were like dominating in every video on your FYP, every second video would be like some sort of CapCut template. And so then those become trends. And I think I see why I like those. I recommend them. There's really fast, easy ways to make content. Most of the time you don't even have to show up because you're just a photo and some text on screen and you got a meme on there. It's just like the meme marketing version of Instagram static memes. Then it kind of shifted and there was less of like maybe the POV trends. And then the effects become trends as well. There's so many incredible effects on TikTok. A lot of these AI effects become trends. Again, really easy ways to make content, but those have become more popular than some of the more audio types of trends that we've seen in the past. Whereas on reels, I will still say trending audios just dominate. People announcing trending audios and putting something, a trending audio in the background. I still see a lot of the POV trends. Of course, I don't see the effects. I see some CapCut templates, but definitely not as much as TikTok. Got it. So there is definitely a difference of what 
is popular on each platform and what people are drawn to and really probably what they expect from those platforms. And what I would say is like, don't stress about jumping on a trend immediately. Like, oh my God, I have to get on this trend now. I got to make a piece of content now. It's not going to make or break your video. I teach a content first approach. You should focus on your message first because we know a hundred percent that the algorithm rewards watch time and engagement. So you want to focus on your message first because how people resonate with that and how long they watch your video and how they engage is going to get you more views than whether you're using a trending sound or not, whether what hashtags you're using, those are just strategies or what time that you posted. I always give that example of back in 2020, the guy who was riding the skateboard, drinking cranberry juice with the Fleetwood Mac song, <laughs> he didn't go viral because he used hashtag FYP or he didn't go viral because Fleetwood Mac wasn't trending. He went viral because people resonated with the video and the content. So always focus on your content first. Having to jump on that trend immediately, I find a lot of these trends, they come back and I see people doing trends that was something that was popular two weeks ago, and their video still goes viral because people just resonated with the joke or the message. So don't stress. I love that. And I think too, like now versus maybe when TikTok first came out and the landscape has shifted a little bit. And so I think before, oh, you use a trending sound and then you get put in front of all of the wrong people. Well, I think too, that now the algorithms have gotten more sophisticated. The content has changed a little bit, just like the different kinds of people and businesses that are on these platforms. So I think that the environment is a little bit different now than it was a few years ago as well. So I think that just like we've been saying, like, just don't overthink it. Just get in there, have some fun, create content that you know your perfect customer will enjoy, be relatable. And as long as you do that on a consistent basis, let's talk about consistency too, you'll win. It may take a little bit longer than you want it to, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that you're not going to win. And I think the majority of the time, and Guys, you know, when I say something, I'm talking to myself too. We give up on things like way too soon. Well, let's talk about consistency a little bit. What have you found? Well, I mean, first of all, TikTok is an app that rewards consistency. I often say it is not an app that you can go on and post one video, leave for five days, come back, post another video, go away for three days. It notices that. It wants you to engage with other users. If it sees that you're posting content on a regular basis, it's more likely to push it out. Why is it going to push out your video if you just post and ghost? So you definitely have to be consistent. I'm not saying you have to post 25 videos per week or three, four videos a day, but just be consistent. It's so important. And I know this. That doesn't mean I'm good at being consistent, but I can see the difference in all of the metrics when I am consistent. So I think if you're not doing short form video right now, and this is kind of the kick in the pants that you needed to finally try it out, know that you've got to commit to it. And I recommend that you commit to it for at least 90 days before you judge whether or not it works. And I don't know if this is still true, but I think a lot of the conversations I've heard for TikTok specifically is like, it's kind of a numbers 
game and you just don't necessarily know what's going to hit or not. And so to just like keep putting out consistent content and just like tunnel vision, just keep doing it, see what happens, keep trying and you never know what might happen. I always say, look at your analytics, people. Oh my gosh. I'm surprised when people don't look at their analytics because there's just so much incredible data in there that's going to tell you what's working and not working because you always have to be testing. If you know things seem to be getting a little stale, then you let's switch it up. Let's switch it up in your content strategy. And there's lots of different ways to do that. And I think that's true for literally everything you do to market your business. And I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I think that sometimes we want to blame the algorithm because it doesn't show our stuff to anybody. And all of this, we're just putting the blame on everyone else. And at the end of the day, maybe it's because your content sucks and people don't want to see it. And like, (laughs) you should see Wave's face right now on the video. (laughs) It's the truth. And I can see the difference in my own content. I have to have this conversation with myself too. I can see the difference between something that gets a whole lot of reach and a lot of engagement and all of those things that we want versus the things that don't. And really it comes down to creating content that people to see. Exactly. It's a hard conversation sometimes. It is. Okay. So in terms of short form video and trends and consistency and all the things we've been talking about today, is there anything that we haven't touched on? that you want to make sure we mentioned today? Maybe just some of the mistakes that I see with trends. That was going to actually be my next question. So one of the things that I always ask my guests is in everything that you've seen with the clients that you've worked with and all of that kind of stuff, what are the mistakes that you're seeing and where are people just kind of like missing the mark and not seeing the success with short form video? I would say doing either too many trends or not enough trends. So again, it is a mix of trending and original content. And this is important for a product-based business. Know that other accounts and other different types of businesses, it's going to be different. Everyone has different goals. Like I was just working with a big brand and like, To them, I was recommending you need to entertain. You're basically entertainers in your content. So you're going to do a lot of trending content, but you don't want to do too much or too little because again, the trends are a great way to showcase your personality, to show a silly, relatable side of you. They are a way to promote your products. You can sell through the trends. You can tell story through trends. There's a lot of different things that you can do. So just to be aware of that, people need to know what you offer. So if you're doing so many trends and I look at your page, I'm like, I don't even know what this person sells or you're doing not enough trends, then you're missing that opportunity to showcase your personality and to create that connection. So that's one of them. I just want to kind of touch on what you were talking about in terms of the big brand. When you see what some of these big brands do, and I see a lot of small businesses that kind of want to mimic what they do, and you can't because it's not going to work for you the way that it works for them. They have years of built up brand recognition and brand loyalty and all of these other things. Let's use threads for an example. When you see Wendy's on there, 
fashion Nova on there. They're not talking about what they sell because they don't need to, because everybody already knows what they do. They're just there. And it's really funny to see the response of thread users to be like, whoever is running Wendy's threads, like they need a raise, like they're killing it. And they can do that because everybody knows who they are and what they sell. At the same time, remember, a lot of these big brands also pay millions of dollars to run a Super Bowl commercial because they know that they still have to be top of mind and they want to remind people that they exist. So every brand has to do that. But for you as a small business, you still have to build up that connection with your customer. And you still have to show them what the hell you sell. And if you're not talking about it, nobody else is talking about it. So don't be afraid to do that too. Is there like a ratio of like trend to original content or personality versus product? Of course, when it comes to like a whole content strategy, I use content pillars and I can break it down by percentage. It's going to change for every different business owner based on their goals. One big thing I recommend for product-based business owners, what I call product features. This is the type of content that showcases your products, but doesn't like say, hey, buy my stuff. This could be like the day in your life videos, the behind the scenes stuff, talking about how you package or where you're sourcing materials from, that kind of stuff. So it's showcasing your business and your products without actually saying like, hey, there's a sale and like, go buy this kind of thing more of that promotional content. So that would be probably the biggest percentage of content, which is original content for your strategy. So I would say that's at least 50% of what you're making. And I think you can mix that in with trend too. show your product in the context of the trend. Absolutely. The storytelling is really important for business owners as well, to create that connection. Stories work really well in short form video because people are wired for stories and we forget about that watch time. So I was just watching a story on TikTok, this woman's pregnancy journey. Of course, it was like viral. I was like, this was a really good video, like how they told the story. Think of like a question someone would ask you, and then you can make a story of that. Who inspired you to start your business? Or what's one thing you really dislike about your business? <laughs> you just How are you feeling? Like if you're feeling overwhelmed, make a video about how you're feeling overwhelmed and what that means to you. That's an opportunity to get vulnerable. Absolutely. When I was hanging out on TikTok, there is a huge supportive small business community on there. And I think one of the things that we kind of forget, and I forget this too, and it was actually the founders of Goodbye, which I'll put a link in the show notes to their podcast episode. The biggest consumers of small businesses is other small businesses. I was just going to say that. (laughs) So when you are creating that content, you are now relatable to every other small business who is on TikTok or Reels, wherever they're at also trying to create content and run their business and sell their products. And it's more likely that they'll just end up coming and buying from you too. Especially in the product-based world, it's okay to reach the other small business owner. It doesn't always have to be the end consumer. And it's like, if you look at the online space, how many coaches are there for other coaches? 
they're basically just selling their services to each other. So there's still a lot of power in that. Absolutely. I remember someone saying like, don't use hashtag small business. You're just competing with other small businesses. And I'm like, hey, a lot of small business owners also buy from other small business owners. <laughs> they value supporting other small business owners. It's something I value and always look for on social media when I'm making those purchases. So they do. 100%. Don't be afraid of that, guys. And also, it's not always a bad thing to reach kids. That's another thing people would say like, oh, my target audience isn't kids. It's like, well, kids have parents if they want to buy your, like if they do like your scrunchies or whatever you're making, like they have parents who they ask money for to buy stuff. <laughs> I mean, kids on a mission for something they want are your like best salespeople because they will badger their parents until the parent says yes. And I mean, every toy company knows they don't make commercials for parents. They make commercials for kids because they know the kid is going to do the work to get the sale. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> don't stress about it too much. It's okay if you go viral. Again, what we said, if you go viral and you feel like you're reaching the wrong audience, you never know who's watching. Amazing. Okay. So here's the real question, Wave. And I do already know that you have a resource for everyone, but... How are we supposed to keep up with what's cool and happening on these platforms? Because I will say for me, I feel like by the time I notice something, it's like already on its way out. <laughs> That's why I created the Inside Scoop. So this is a membership where you get TikTok reels and shorts trends and original content ideas with fill in the blank hook prompts to your inbox two times a week. So that is the main part of that membership. However, I do have a whole whack of workshops in there on how to strategically use the trends to get more sales, how to use Reels, TikTok, how to edit in CapCut. That was a big popular request. I go into content strategy, a bunch of really good stuff in there, and I'm always adding more. It's crazy. So when Wave came to teach in the lounge, which lounge members, you have another video there, which covers a little bit of different stuff than we talked about today. So make sure you go check that out. It's in the replay section of the course material, but it is amazing how much stuff she has in there. And I think ultimately being able to outsource the creative, like decision-making part of like, here's what you should focus on. Here's what's trending now. And here's how to adapt it to your actual business. Like, I don't know about you, but I don't have time for that. So if somebody's just going to hand that to me on a platter, thank you so much. <laughs> I had like the best tag in a thread today. They threaded waiting for the 9 a.m. Inside Scoop trend report to drop and they tagged me and I was like, oh my God, this is <laughs> like ever that they threaded that. I'm loving everyone trying to like define the threads dictionary. That's been fun to watch. So before we go, because I feel like we would be remiss not to talk about threads since it is, I think, on day two of launch when we're recording this. Just as someone who spends a lot of time on social, obviously, and researching what's going on, like, what is your initial take on threads for a business owner listening? Should they be there? What should they expect? And then I'll give some of my own thoughts too. 
Well, I think if you have an Instagram account, just join anyways, because there's a great opportunity to build your following because there's those options when you join that all your followers are going to follow you and there's no ads. Oh my gosh, isn't it nice to be on a platform where there's no ads? So it feels like your content is getting seen a bit more at this point. So it is a great opportunity. However, I will just also say it's so early. Nobody kind of knows where it's going to go or what's going to happen. So we'll see. It is text-based, but a lot of people are posting videos and there's a lot of memes. Is it just going to become like this giant threads of memes or what? We kind of have to see where it's going to go, but I recommend getting on it. I agree. How many 100 million people already signed up? Yeah, it's literally, I think of every social app, it's the fastest growing one. It is because it has that infrastructure of Instagram behind it and your accounts are connected. So it's kind of like just adding a group DM behind Instagram essentially is what it feels like right now. And one thing that I've literally never been good at is being an early adopter. So now is your time to get on, be the early adopter, get the reach that you would never get on any other platform. People are finding me, then they're coming over and following me on Instagram as well. And these are people in my niche, there are other product-based business owners that can learn from me. And so I'm reaching the right people there. Marketers are going to come in and ruin it. Of course, that's what happens with every platform. But right now it's just a really great place to create connection, have real conversation, show the personality behind your brand. People do not want to be sold on there. Let me just say that right now, you will get immediate hate. I think people are being a little aggressive with that. That's just my opinion, but I get it. They just want a space to just have true conversations. And I think it's really proving how much people just want real connection. So get on there, have some conversations, meet some people, and it just lets people know you exist and they'll come and find you if they want what you sell. It's exciting to see how this is going to evolve. For sure. So you might as well get in on it sooner rather than later. I will just say set a timer for yourself because (laughs) it's a bit addictive. (laughs) As is any shiny new social platform. Amazing. So one last thing, just in case we lost people along the way and they stopped listening to whatever we were talking about. What is the one thing you want everyone to take away from today's conversation? I would say don't overthink what you're going to post. Just post it. From there, you can tweak and learn as you go. Don't overthink it. Love it. Best piece of advice. And that's literally with any piece of content that you create. Again, guys, if you are down on short form video, and you need a little bit of help on knowing what to post and you need a little birdie in your ear to keep track of everything for you, make sure you check out Waves Inside Scoop membership. I will put the link in the show notes. It is an affiliate link. I appreciate your support for the podcast and all the other content that I put out. But if you're not doing it yet, like now's the time to try. And I think while this is going live, we're in Q3. So Q3 is a great time to start testing this out so you can build up a new audience in time for Q4. 
Well, thank you again, everyone, for hanging out with us. I know you could be anywhere on the internet. I really appreciate that you are here with me. I hope you're having a kick-ass day, and I'll see you on the flip side, friend. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.